Hey guys, this is going to be a special podcast. We're back with Get the Ball Rolling. Normally, I'm doing two podcasts a week. However, today, <clears throat> there were some big news dropped. We're going to be discussing that, uh, what I like, what I dislike about it. So, let's get the ball rolling. What up, guys? We're back with Get the Ball Rolling. <clears throat> like I said, it's going to be a special podcast episode Due to a little bit of uh, a little bit of rumors going on out there now, uh, <clears throat> for those of you guys that haven't seen uh, my Facebook posts or really anything in the last uh, little bit, uh, we have a potential conference realignment situation on our hands. It broke today. Uh, I can't remember the source. It's, it's all over the place. But it broke today a story saying that UConn, uh, this coming uh, this coming week, will be leaving the American Athletic Conference and will be joining the Big East Conference. So we're going to talk a little bit about logistics and things that will happen. Uh, UConn, we're going to talk first off. They will be playing their schedule, their given schedule this next year, and it would be a logistical nightmare. I can't imagine them switching it up when we are like 70 days away. Uh, it would be, like I said, a logistical nightmare. Uh, you wouldn't be able to win the conference championship if they decide, if they you know, really turn this stuff around after going 1-11 this last year. But really, uh, I don't know. I just, I'm really interested to see what what we got going on here at UConn. Uh, so the the reason why they're doing this is more so for basketball. Uh, their men's basketball program obviously has been extremely talented over the years. Uh, I was actually able to see them play one time uh, in Phoenix when I was in sixth grade. Had a great basketball program. They've uh, won a couple national championships the last few years. Obviously the girls, everyone knows UConn girls basketball uh, so they're moving there. That 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 is what is said because what is said to be the the main driving force uh, for the leave of the American Athletic. The American Athletic just uh, signed a one billion dollar contract with ESPN, which will be an interesting to renegotiate with only eleven conference teams. However, the American Athletic is expected to expand their conference. Uh, which would, which obviously would be something that would be really uh, fun, because we're going to have a couple people moving around. You might see people jump back in uh, into other conferences. Really, it would be a really interesting time. So, and I want to say I can understand why uh, UConn is making this move. Uh, they joined the FBS in two thousand and four in the Big East Conference, and uh, they they had. Quite a bit of success uh, in that time. They were able to uh, go. They've been well since joining. They've been able to go to six bowl games, and uh, five of those bowl games were when they were in the Big East. They tied two times uh, for the Big Twelve for the Big East title. They went sixty and fifty-one as their overall record when they were in the Big East. They had wins. Uh, the Mineke Car Care Bowl, the International Bowl. Oh, sorry, the Mineke Car Care Bowl. That was the year before. Oh, sorry, Motor City Bowl. They won the Mineke Car Care Bowl. They lost. They won 
against Buffalo in the International Bowl. They beat South Carolina in Papa John's Bowl. And they actually made it to the Fiesta Bowl. They did lose, however, to Oklahoma. So really an interesting kind of mix. Obviously, 2004 is when they, they, they joined the Big East. They joined the American Athletic. And I hate to say it, but ever since joining the American Athletic, they have been basically outmanned uh, the majority of the time. In 2000. And 13 is when they joined, and they have been basically, I mean, I don't want to use the word, but they've been walloped. They've been put down uh, a once a pretty good program, especially uh, off of a t- 2010. Uh, they hit a couple losing years, and once when they joined, uh, they joined the American Athletic in 2013, and they went 3-9, and 2014, 2-10. 2015, they made it to bowl game, but with a losing record, 6-7. 2016, 3-9. 2017, 3-9. 2018, 1-11. And this next year, they are not predicted to do much better than that. I think they do better than one win, but not a whole lot better. And the wins, I mean, they get Wagner and... Uh, UMass on the schedule, so a little bit easier of a schedule than this last year, and they almost lost to Rhode Island, which, I mean, go Rhodey, right, go go Rams, but uh, they almost lost last year, their, their one win, so uh, really kind of, a really interesting mix of uh, it's like the perfect storm for them to leave. And they do have a coach, Randy Estall, who is back. Uh, he's in his second stint uh, here. He was here before from 99 to 2010. So he oversaw that, that kind of transition from the FCS to the FBS. Uh, then he went on to, to Maryland, and now he is back uh, at the University of Connecticut. So... The move makes sense, right? Uh, if other sports are performing well, you want to go into. A, I mean, they were founding; they're co-founders of the Big East Conference, so it makes sense. And you get a little bit of the the natural rivals like Providence and DePaul. Those kinds of people are who they need, really do need to be playing. Now, it is expected that they remain for football; that they remain in the FBS. They're not going to be moving down into the FCS, even though it, if they move to the FCS, it would be a really interesting place. I think that they could the CAA would would take them in the NEC. I think either one of those. I think more so the CAA, and I think they would they'd perform very well. Uh, that being said. Uh, I mean, it would be competitive. It would be a competitive move. But they're going, like I said, that being said, they're expected to stay within uh, the FBS. They don't really know 100% as of right now. This is Saturday. I'm reporting on the 22nd. They don't really know where they're going to go. There's been talks about them potentially moving to the Independent Conference. There's been talks maybe to CUSA, possibly the Mountain West. I think that is really far out there. Uh, One source said that the MAC might be willing to offer them an invitation. And here's my take on it. Uh, The most likely scenario, in my opinion, is that they do go independent, and I think it is a terrible, terrible move to go independent. Number one reason, you don't have the conference, right? Notre Dame is independent for a reason. Uh, they get where if they go undefeated, they're in the national championship. They, or they go, they lose one game. They're, they're, a really, they're the anomaly in the independent conference, even though I really wish they were in the Big Ten conference. They, they get, 
I, in my opinion, they have those those contracts and stuff, and it's because they're a good football team. They've been proven that. They've won a ton of national championships, so we're going to get by that. But uh, other independents, right now Army is an independent since 2004. Uh, BYU since 2010. Since moving into the independent, uh, BYU, they've only had one double-digit win season. Before then, they, they were tearing it up in the Mountain West. Understandable, they're probably playing a little bit harder of a schedule, but they also play more like a little easier teams. Uh, like they played UMass, McNeese State, uh, they had New Mexico State, so they had like three pretty easy teams this last year. And this upcoming year, they play UMass, Idaho State, Liberty. So, you know, like, yeah, they might be able to play a team like Tennessee, which maybe in the Mountain West, Tennessee doesn't take you, but you know, they play a couple of good teams. And a couple bad teams, too. Uh, the other teams are Liberty. I believe Liberty is just a transition team. They're actually trying their hardest to be able to get into a conference. And I think a conference will snatch them up uh, pretty soon. Uh, you have New Mexico State, and they have bounced around literally all over the place. I don't really know what is going on. Uh, I thought that they should have stayed in the Sunbelt Conference. I thought that was a lot better for them. And since coming in, since coming from the Sunbelt Conference, they went to, I mean, they went to a bowl game and they've been 3-9 and nine, and this next year probably about that same outlook. Uh, UMass, kind of a sad story since joining. They were pretty good beforehand. Uh, they did have a national championship uh a few years back, but since joining the their best year has been uh t let's see well the four and eight year the last two years they went four and eight they were in the mac they went immediately into the mac and now they're in the independent conference so I think that they should have stayed in the mac in my opinion I thought that you know you grow uh you start to learn the teams now they're just kind of floating there uh really a tough tough sell uh for them so if you look at it overall in the in the independent the independent version or whatever you want to call it it's it's a tough sell it, it really is hard to to be successful there i mean even byu they like i said really talented really good now look at them army luckily right now is starting to turn things around so you can make an argument that army has seen success but you know at what cost they have only been good for the last few years and they've been in it since 2004 uh, i would almost make the argument that it is better to well it, well i'll make the argument it is better because navy has seen a ton of success since joining the american athletic uh they have been able uh, they went eleven and two, nine and five, seven and six. Last year was kind of a down season for them. Uh, I think they get back to a. Uh, I think they get back to their back to a winning record. Ken Nematalolo is super good coach, so I think he gets back. So, like I said, I think that. You know, it benefits Navy from being in the conference to be able to play. You know, hopefully they went to the the American Athletic title game back in two thousand sixteen. I had a great 2015 stint, so I, I, I think it, it helps them, and, you know, you're going to have up years, you're going to have down years, but overall, you're going to be successful in where you're at, so I don't like the move to independent, uh, the MAC, I think, is a it's kind of a weird fit. They've they let UMass in, but it didn't last for very long, obviously, UMass then joining independent. Uh, the MAC is, is, is good, but I feel like... A lot of what the MAC is is just these big teams that are established uh, year in and year out. I mean, you know Ohio's going to be good. Toledo will be good. 
Northern Illinois will be good. Those those teams kind of dominate it. Not saying that UConn could step in and start dominating. It would be fun to watch them get a little bit more of a mix-up out of the conference. I think the best place for them is the CUSA. Uh, I think the CUSA is full of a lot of talent that, that goes you know, is looked over from the big colleges. They end up going to the CUSA, and they do really well. I think, you know, we look at it like you know, FAU, FIU, teams that have, I mean, they haven't been in there for very long, but they've been successful in their in their stand. And even teams like, I think, Middle Tennessee State has, has benefited uh, from the move into the CUSA, from the Sun Belt, uh, kind of just a, I'd say a hodgepodge of, of people, but I think it, it would be a great landing spot for them. Uh, you know, and maybe down the road they're able to, to switch up the conferences a little bit. But I think the best landing spot for them is the CUSA. Stay away from the independent. Don't really like the fit for the MAC, especially in, in Connecticut. Uh, kind of when you're going towards the Midwest, not my favorite fit. So, And these teams are kind of sprawled out. Yeah, you had to go down to Florida. You had to play an FIU and stuff. But then you get teams that are in Virginia and West Virginia. So I, I, I like that. So I can see, I, like I said, I can understand the move. Hopefully they go into the CUSA. In my opinion, that is what is most likely to happen. Uh, I kind of have a feeling about this. So UConn on the move. Uh, 18 and 55 since joining the American Athletic, only gone to one bowl, so they're getting out of Dodge, leaving the American Athletic. So uh, after this ad break, I will discuss the five teams in which I think should take their place or should make a move or uh, immediately contact the American Athletic because I think all these teams have the stuff to make it in that conference and be successful at it. So there you go. Uh, UConn on the move after the ad break. Teams that I feel like will or might or have a shot to replace them all right back after the ad break so teams that i think will be replacing uh the yukon huskies in the american athletic now the american athletic association or conference whatever you want to well the, the conference is going to meet uh they said that they might go a year without having a total of 12 teams it might cause for a few uh realignments but uh, honestly six and six is good i think the the sec you know with 14 is also good interesting just kind of a of a dynamic i liked when the big 10 expanded i like when the pack 12 expanded uh making them a little bit bigger uh, i think that 12 is honestly the best target number and uh, because you're able to play you know the five teams on your side and then you have three crossover games four preseason games that that's pretty easy you know others have four crossover games and you know the five on the you know, pack pack 12 is an example of that I you kind of can see I don't like the the Big 12's model that much where you just take the two best teams because they've already played each other once that year. I like it when like uh, a team like you know if Oregon wins the Pac-12 and Utah wins the Pac-12 like their size of the conference they wouldn't have seen each other this year. So it's a totally different game versus if Washington wins it and Utah wins it then they'll be seeing each other for the second time uh, like last year potentially this year. So I think that the American Athletic needs to keep needs to fill this hole and do it quickly especially with one billion dollars of revenue of on, on espn obviously losing a school uh probably will they'll have to renegotiate that contract again all of this is just a little speculation but what is most likely going to happen uh now teams that i think could potentially uh 
fill in this role. Number one uh, in, in, in is my personal favorite for it. I kind of ranked them. Number one, I would say, is the Army Black Knights. I say this for, the, for this reason. Uh, yeah, in the past, they haven't been very good. Uh, they've only gone to eight bowl games overall. Actually, more than UConn has. So, it, the, and they're six and two in those bowl games. They have a winning record in in the postseason. Uh, in you know, they've only been in the last. So since 2010, they've been to four bowl games. But with Jeff Monken uh, as the coach, he has been to three bowl games and has won all three games. Jeff Monken is obviously, I don't see him leaving anytime soon. He, he was at Georgia Southern before when they were in the FCS. Now he's here at Army. I don't see him moving. I think he's kind of built, I think he's kind of like the Navy coach, Ken Nematololo, where he just, he likes it. I think he likes West Point and he likes the, the cadets and the, the guys there. So I think... Uh, he stays there, in my opinion. I don't see him moving up, but he was able to get to 11 win season, uh, in 2017, a 10 win season, 2016, 8 win season. So he's been putting it together. With Jeff Monk in there, he's 35 and 28, and like I said, 3 and 0 in bowls. I think this not only provides, I mean, yeah, it's in there, they are in West Point, New York, so it provides a geographical help. I mean, obviously, Connecticut was also, you know, they had to go up there anyway, but you have uh, Temple in Pennsylvania. Uh, you It's kind of strung, like I said, it's kind of strung across the eastern seaboard, and you have a couple of Texas teams, uh, well, Houston uh, over there in Texas. So I think it, that they benefit. It's not a terrible travel time. Uh, I think Army would benefit from it too. Uh, Especially, you know, if you want, if you're Army, you don't want to be, you don't want to go to the Armed Forces Bowl every year. You want to be able to be breaking into the New Year Six Bowls. And yeah, I know, you know, with sustained success, they probably will be able to do so. But, you know, put Army up against UCF. That would be, I would, I, last year, Army UCF team would have been such a fun game to watch. Uh, It provides, like I said, there's a ton of benefits for, for being in a conference. And it's one less independent that we have to deal with. I think Army could be my favorite to land this gig. I don't know. Again, I don't really know what these schools are thinking. But I think Army, uh, in my opinion, should make a run at this due to the sustained success that Jeff Monken has the last three years. What I think that they'll actually accomplish this coming year. And I don't see him slowing down anytime soon. I think he's kind of here to stay Army's here to stay, and I like Army. Uh, the next one I've put down uh, is the Marshall Thundering Herd. Uh, under Doc Holliday, they've only had two losing seasons. They are 70 and 46 in the last nine years. So 70 wins in nine years, that is that is impressive. Uh, they are also, he's also 6 and 0 in bowl games. Uh, they're 12 and 2 all time but he is 6-0 and so again Marshall knows how to win in the postseason uh I think that would again uh, geographically you put him in West Virginia uh heading out to to Huntington I think it, uh, again Marshall has shown success they have a uh, you know every once in a while they I mean they had two bad bad seasons but you can't fault like I said you can't fault a coach for having a bad season sometimes it just doesn't click but this team has won uh They've been in the the CSA title back in 2014. They went 13 and one. I mean, this team is they're they're talented. Uh, it's obviously sustained success. The anomalies are the losing uh, seasons, and they haven't even had a losing season since 2012. And they joined 
they joined the CUSA back in, oh, let me make sure, 2004. Yeah, 2004. So they've been in here for a while. They've done the conference well, and I think... Uh, I think it's a step up for this conference, for for this for this team. Marshall, uh, again in Huntington, West Virginia. Geographically, it works well as well. I think that they could be a potential team that could slide up into that spot. Uh, the next one, I'm not as sold on. Now, those are my two favorites to land a spot. Now, this is just me kind of gambling. Uh, on these for the FBS uh, teams that could do it. The third that I could see potentially moving in could be the Air Force Falcons. I, I, everywhere I've read in the in the comments and stuff, people are saying Air Force, Air Force, Air Force, and that is the reasons why I picked that. When when wherever there's smoke, there's fire, right? Uh, if people are talking about Air Force, it means that usually uh, somebody at some point has said, "Hey." Air Force would be good, or Air Force could be a potential, blah, blah, blah. So I think that uh, Air Force could. Under Troy Calhoun, this team has been outstanding, 87-67, and 4-5 in bowls. He's been there for the last 12 years, going into his 13th season. Uh, they've been able to hit 10 wins a couple of times during his stint. Air Force, uh, you know, they're a run, 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 run the ball team. I think that they would fit well. Geographically, it hurts going to Colorado, especially if you are uh, having to cross the country like you're in Boone, North Carolina. I believe that's where East, e ECU is at, and you're going to have to go clear out to Denver. You're crossing two time zones. You're there for a couple days. You're back. You know, they might be back-to-back -back road games, yeah, it happens and collegiate athletes are ready for it, but also as a university, you know, funding and stuff like that, I don't think uh, Air Force could. I would like them to see it, Not, and I don't know if it's much of a step up. I think the Mountain West and American Athletic, you're splitting hairs on which team is or which conference is better. I think uh, the American Athletic is the East Coast Mountain West, and the the Mountain West is the East Coast American Athletic. Very, very similar. So not much of a step up like uh, the other two, Army and Marshall, but Air Force could land it if they're looking to, especially if you're looking to get on ESPN. I don't know what the Mountain West contract is, but you're usually playing uh, pretty late at night, whereas the American Athletic, you will get some morning games in there. Uh, finally, for my last FBS school, this is number four, and I don't know if this team has showed any interest, but in my opinion, I think they would benefit a ton from is Appalachian State. They joined back in 2014, was their first season in the FBS, and they have nothing. they haven't had a losing record. Now they were they were competitive in the FCS as well. So a lot of people, oh no, a lot of people are talking about uh, them, and you know not as a big surprise. And I just want to sorry, somebody just told me that uh, App State is in Boone, North Carolina, and ECU is in Greenville, North Carolina. So uh, sorry about that, Miss Miss. Hap, but I was going to talk about App State anyway. But, um, you know, Appalachian State, they have been amazing. They've hit multiple double-digit win seasons. They've had 15, they won 11, 16, they won 10, and 18, they won 11, and almost beat Penn State. And 
I mean, they got beat pretty good against Georgia Southern, but they almost beat Penn State, so that means they only would have lost one game. That's amazing. That They're obviously doing something good. Uh, they've been put up against some really good teams, uh, Ohio, Toledo twice in bowl games, and Middle Tennessee, and they've uh, beaten them all pretty good with the only exception. Uh, well, Toledo, they one year they beat by three, the other year Ohio they beat by two but the last two times Toledo they won 34 nothing and they absolutely beat down on Middle Tennessee State uh last year 45 to 13 so I again I don't know if this team is willing to move I don't know how their contract with the conference works but I love love the move I think that uh, Appalachian State they came into the FBS obviously because you know they wanted I don't know if they, they they thought that they were dominating the FCS, but obviously they wanted to get into the conference, maybe get some, you know, get into the bowl game instead of winning the playoff. Uh, nothing wrong with that. I love both systems. I don't think one system is better than the other, but I like I like the move, and they've been very successful in the Sun Belt Conference. Now the Sun Belt Conference geographically works for them, but the American Athletic in North Carolina works for them as well. Uh, there's a natural rival. In already there, as as you know, in Greenville, North Carolina, uh, the ECU Pirates. So I think that uh, I think that it works. You can create these these rivalries, and Appalachian State would be a great addition to the American Athletic. Uh, again, for football, they're talking about maybe the American Athletic just adding a football team, and then the other sports playing in a different conference. But, and again, I don't know how App State is across the board in basketball, in soccer, in cross country, track and field. I don't know how that would work. And I think they look at the overall resume in that, not so much just football, but where we're just talking about football and how they said that it could be a football-only school. I think these schools could provide that. So my last FBS school that I think in the number four kind of a long shot would be the... Uh, the Appalachian State Mountaineers. Uh, and my last, my last prediction, and I actually saw uh, a tweet about it, and I thought it was pretty interesting. And the only reason why I bring it up is they said that James Madison fans uh, might be looking to make the jump. Now, I think that would be an extreme jump from... FCS uh, playing in the in the playoff and stuff like that, and then moving directly. I mean, a lot of it usually you kind of move on up, like uh, U USF, UCF. They've you know they did they played in the CUSA, they move up to the American Athletic. You you play in a maybe a little bit not as competitive or not as nationally recognized conference, then you move up. Uh, Utah. For example, Utah played Mountain West, Pac-12. It's kind of a, a, a order you got to follow. you got to be able to dominate in, in one place before you get it. But I think, honestly, I don't think the Dukes would take a step back. Uh, this team, year in and year out, they are a very successful football team. They've been to the national championship. Uh, quite a few times in the last little bit. They went three times. Uh, 2004, they won it. 2016, uh, they won it. They lost it in 2017. So the, the these guys, they've they've got the stuff. And uh, somebody also tweeted, well, if you're talking about James Madison, shouldn't you talk about North Dakota State? Well, North Dakota State doesn't really fit geographically in the American Athletic. I know Houston, they do have uh, Houston in there, but I don't I don't really see it. But I think James Madison in Virginia in. Um, Harrisburg, Harrisonburg, Virginia, they would make a great addition uh, to 
to the American Athletic. Football-wise, they are proving year in and year out that they are successful. Uh, the last six years, they're 56-13 and 13 in the FCS, so they've got a winning record. Now, again, I don't know how they would do uh, you know, playing against these other schools, but James Madison is not afraid to schedule the big schools. They play West Virginia and other teams. They've been notable to, they've always been, I've always seen their name kind of tossed around playing Power 5 conferences, and they give them a pretty good game. Uh, they play NC State was the other t- school I was thinking about. So, honestly, I don't think it, it's very far out for, for James Madison. I think, as a fan base, I think it would get them super excited. Yeah, you've won two national championships in the FCS. Why not move up? Uh, you've been to three and since 2004. Not many schools can say they've been to three national championships since 2004. Uh like all of my teams that I follow, that I have been a fan of since I was a little kid, none of them have been to the national championship. So, I uh, has it ever. So, well, not ever, but the last little bit since I've been alive. Uh, so it, it's it would be interesting. I think that James Madison would be an amazing addition. I think it would they would be able to kind of put the, themselves like us against the world type thing. Nobody's expecting us to play well. It would like I said, it would be a pretty drastic jump coming from the the Colonial Athletic Association. I think it, that has a, a very high level of football, but just coming from the playoff system into the bowl system and then playing against uh, some teams. I mean, like UCF was, you know, they crowned themselves the national champions. So that would be pretty intense. But also, James Madison is a national champion. So that's kind of my my one STS school that I think could fill in and not really miss a beat. Uh, however, it would be really interesting to see uh, them play. You'd also be able to get, a, like I said, you'd be able to get a couple of natural rivalries there. So that is... This podcast on a on a beautiful Saturday, uh, Saturday June twenty second, had the solstice yesterday. I had to talk about this. Uh, anytime conference realignment is brought up, I am all about that, and I always have a pretty strong opinion either way. As you can see, I think it is a good move for them to leave, but it is not definitely is not very charted going forward. If they go at uh, FBS independent, I don't see them being successful uh, in football. I don't like the independent type thing going obviously Notre Dame's made it work but uh Mac not really an amazing fit I think they'd fit better in the CUSA uh so like I said I I love it I love I love when when Utah and uh Boise State made the move and Colorado uh jumped out of the big or the yeah the big 12 into the the Pac-12 I loved that move so you know, naturally, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna be talking about it uh, again. Kind of a fun episode uh, on this Saturday. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Let me know. Uh, comment below. Uh, we are now on Twitter, so follow me on Twitter. Uh, be able to. I didn't realize Twitter is used. How much news I get off of Twitter. That's actually where I first saw the story. So glad that I got it. We'll be tweeting it at, uh, out about it again. Love me some Dukes. I think James Madison would fit really well, but obviously talked about a couple other uh, schools that could be a potential fit. Anyway, so uh, this next, this coming week, we will be releasing Weber State and 
probably Albany, uh, the podcast. I might be dropping another special segment with Teams with Most Approved Part 3. Uh, it's already done, but I'm kind of trying to find a, a good time where I know that listeners will be able to listen to it. Uh, ever since the NBA has gotten over, football talk has been amped up over like you know tenfold, 100% night and day, and I have missed the national media talking about football. I know they talk about NFL and you have, you know, hard knocks, blah, blah, blah. But college football is amazing. I love it. Can't wait for it to be back. We're seven weeks away. Some teams uh, a little less than that, uh, 60-something, uh, 67 days, I think, is the closest we are to an FCS school competing so thank you for your time uh follow us on all of your social media listen to us anywhere you get your podcast now pretty much everywhere uh give a give us a rating uh write us a review let me know what i can be doing better uh let me know what you like what you don't like what you want me to talk about more uh until next time have a wonderful weekend have a wonderful first and next week and keep the ball rolling